Hey everybody, Ray Pastor here, Dr. Ray. I am live. Um, I have been super busy over the last few weeks, so let me talk a little bit about that. Let you guys know all the cool stuff that I'm doing. Let me just check my ear. Yeah, sound's working, everything's working, good. All right, so um, yes, I've been just crazy busy lately. It seems like I can't get a free minute. So I have like this, so I it's kind of pathetic. I've been so busy, so I created this thing, this and it's, I mean, basic, everyone has one, I guess. I just didn't, my to-do list. I created a to-do list, which is like something new for me. I never create a to-do list. That's like not my thing. I'm really good at just remembering and like staying on top of things, but I've been falling behind. Even emails, like I'm falling behind. Um, so I created a to-do list and basically every time I cross something off, I'm adding like two more things. I can't figure it out. So um, I'm really, really, really trying to get stuff done and catch up but I just I haven't been live um, I was live once last week and I am gonna catch up uh, in the next two weeks <laughs> it's gonna take me that long to catch up I'll tell you why in a little bit um, but yeah so I'm gonna try to be live a little more I'm gonna do I have I didn't do my learning live session last week and I did, couldn't do it this week because I was in meetings but I'm gonna to try to do both of them to between today and tomorrow. So look for that. I'm gonna do my learning live sessions, one on instructional design, one on esports in the next day or two. So that's coming. So, you know, watch out for that. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely coming. So I've just been really busy. I've just been in tons of meetings um, and <clears throat> just been working on some stuff. So let me talk a little bit about that, talk about things that have been happening in my personal life. Um, things have been happening with school, esports stuff, all kinds of good stuff like that. So, first of all, um, besides being really busy, besides having my learning live sessions come back today, uh, so I posed this question on LinkedIn today, and is it, are we having more meetings? Because so everyone I talk to right now on LinkedIn, or I mean in Zoom, whenever I'm in a Zoom meeting right now, every single person says. Oh, I'm just in Zoom all day long. I have so many meetings. It's it's literally every person is saying the same thing. Now, you know, there is that strategy of always say you're busy so people assume you're really busy. It's a great like working strategy, especially like for management. Like always tell them you're really busy so that they think you're like working really hard. So there is like that component of this. Um, but I personally am actually in Zoom meetings like all day long. I can't, I really am, and I assume everyone else is too. It's just craziness. Now, so I pose the question, are we having more meetings now that most people are working from home? So are we having more meetings or is it that we've realized that Zoom is so easy It's and it's like you're, you're just home and relaxed and stuff that it's so quick and easy to just say, hey, let's talk via Zoom. Like it's almost easier to have a meeting now rather, rather than getting everyone gathered up, making sure everyone, like my work, the way we work in higher ed at least is sometimes people are home, people are in the office and it was always tough to like juggle someone's schedule, but now it's much easier because everyone's just home. So maybe we are having more meetings because it's easier to have them. I'm not quite sure. I'm not 100% sure what the answer is to that. Um, but I know I'm part of the problem because I'm scheduling a bunch of meetings. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I am part of this this problem. Um, yeah, I'm wearing a hat today. My hair's a little messy. Uh, it's really not actually. It's just uh, I just worked out. I, I just uh, I, I was down in my garage. I, I lifted this morning, and uh, I haven't even showered yet because it was like kind of cold. So I'm not even like, oh yeah, 
Hair's not terrible, right? Is it bad? No. Uh, it's not terrible. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I guess I don't really need a hat. Ugh, I can't even, like, brush my hair correctly. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so where was I? Uh, so, yeah, you know, I just can't figure out, like, have we been having more meetings or whatnot? Um, it's kind of crazy to think about, and I'm curious what other people are doing. So let me know in the chat or, like, comment on the video if you're watching this not live. And let me know, like, what's going on. Like, are you having more meetings or not? Um, I'm just really curious to see what's going on with other people. Okay, so we got that. I talked a little bit about the meeting stuff. Um, Next thing I wanted to talk about, so I've been using a lot, playing a lot with like my camera, my studio. I've been playing a lot with my studio lately, like really setting things up. I added one of the circle lights. It's actually to the side of me because, so I have a couple different setups here. Um, when I do these, uh, when I make my, you know, this, this live stuff and my, I, I, you know, I put these on podcast too. So I know people are just listening to these, so I don't usually show anything. Um, so I'm not really going to show my setup right now. I'll do that in another video. And I have done that, shown everyone my desk, but I kind of rearranged it, so I need to do another one. Um, but when I do my interviews, I'm actually facing to the side so that you can see, like, my computer and stuff. So I've been using this background right here. So this is a cool, for those of you listening, I'll explain it. But basically it has a bunch of old, like, Apple computers, like, old school computers and, like, a bunch of like discs like old old school games and Atari games and stuff up on the wall so everyone that I'm in zoom meetings with actually thinks this is my real background because it's like the way I'm sitting make kind of makes it appear that way but it's totally not my real background for example and I'll, for those of you watching you can actually see this for those of you listening I'll just describe it when I click off of it wow you don't even see anything you can't even see my green screen you just see like my browser window halfway open. I thought my green screen was going to show, but apparently it's not because I have a Chrome filter on it, Chroma filter on it to hide the green color. But you know, this is my this is a fake background that I'm on, which is pretty obvious I think right now because you can like see my shirt. Like I feel like you can see some of the pixelation of the green screen. It's not great. I don't think um, that it looks real to me, but a lot of people seem to be tricked by it, which is kind. This is my real background. I'm going for that. This is my real, especially like I got an Atari shirt on and they say something about Atari and I like, uh, I'll like pull up like my Pong machine and be like, yeah, see, I got another one right here. Like Atari, I pull up like my old Pong machine and like, you know, it's just kind of funny, um, to see that. So anyway, so one of the things I've been doing lately is I've been playing with my kids and I've been teaching them, you know, I love games, I love gaming. I've been teaching them how to use the Rubik's Cube and how to do it. So how do you do the Rubik's Cube? And I've been teaching them all the patterns. And what's interesting, so when I first did the Rubik's Cube with my kids, like, you know, it takes me like, I don't know, eight to 10 minutes to do this thing. Um, I have a student that actually does this in seconds. He's like ranked in my state and stuff. And I've asked him a bunch of questions like, you know, he can do it in like eight seconds. He can put this together. And I've asked him questions like, can you make money in Rubik's Cube being a professional and stuff? And no, you can't at all. There's no money in being a professional Rubik's Cube person. So if you want to like break the world record in Rubik's Cube, like there, you don't get too much out of it. So you might not want to do it. But um, my kids are amazed that I can do it. And what I showed them is how simple it is. This is a pattern. 
This is just one big pattern. Now there's a bunch of ways to solve it, but you just learn like there's a mainly basic pattern to do the Rubik's Cube. And basically all that you do is you start with a top layer, you create a top, then you create the next row, next row, next row, top. Just in a simple order, very basic, there's patterns for each one of those, and it allows you to build it really quick. Now those guys who are professionals and can do it like in eight seconds are just amazing. It looks like they're like, like done. Like I don't even know what they're doing. Like they're, And they're using a different kind of Rubik's Cube apparently, like I have like the traditional like, real one. <laughs> they have like one that like turns specially really super fast and stuff, um, but, Anyway, I've been teaching my kid, he's nine, he's turning 10 this month actually, and it's just really interesting to watch him how amazed he is and to see that it's not like just this like being smart, I can do the Rubik's Cube, it's really just memorizing like a couple pattern schemes that are pretty basic. Some of them are only like four steps, like four to eight steps, about one, two, three, four, five, like about five or six patterns to actually complete the Rubik's Cube in a couple minutes. So it's kind of interesting to watch that and kind of cool. So, all right, next thing, esports stuff. So I've mentioned this over the last two weeks, esports website is done at UNCW, I'm so excited. So the address, uncw.edu forward slash esports. Go there, all the stuff for our university esports is there. Um, one of the big things that's happened now, so now that we have this website up, what I am looking for is I'm looking for funding. So if you're watching this and you have like money to donate or you are like a part of a company that wants to donate equipment, get that tax write-off, get like your name on our stuff, we can help sponsor, we can get your name on our website. Once we get a room, we'll get your name like there, all that kind of great stuff. Please, we are looking. Yes, we need your money. Um, no, but seriously, I'm, I'm reaching out to companies and especially companies in North Carolina is where I'm kind of starting. And I'm trying, so what we have, so currently we have a club, we have club teams who are competitive and we have a certificate program. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to get a room and we're trying to get varsity teams. And in order to do that, we need money to do it. Because so rooms and spacing on my campus is like craziness. So I, I started in at UNCW in 2010, we're in 2020 right now. Our campus has went from like, I don't know, about 12,000 students to 19,000. We've expanded significantly. We've grown by a third. So what that means is that um, we don't have any space. We're out of space. Uh, so it's very difficult to get classrooms. Um, so I'm looking for a dedicated esports room where, and once we get this dedicated esports room, we can get equipment for it. We'll have a coach, which will probably be me being the head coach and then like an individual coach for each team. I'll be kind of like in charge of all those coaches and the teams in general. And then we'll be able to compete at the varsity level. Um, so, but we need some funding to do that. We need either equipment donations, help. We just need help. I mean, we need help. We have a lot of people supporting our effort, but we just don't have the finances or the equipment. So we're trying to get that. Um, so that's kind of like a big thing I'm working on right now is getting that. And having said that, you know, I was, I was talking to someone yesterday and it's interesting. Like, so after coronavirus, a lot of people went online. And what I wonder is how many of them are staying online? So like once coronavirus is eventually over at some point and we have a vaccine and all that stuff, what's gonna happen in higher ed? Are we gonna go just back to the way it was or are we gonna, are, so like is space gonna open up on my campus? Because we're not gonna need as many rooms because some people are gonna stay online. 
Like my program has always been online. I only teach online right now. And I do that because I think it's, I see tons of advantages in teaching online. And I do the learning live stuff for some face-to-face -face stuff. I think I need more face-to-face -face stuff, but the, the online component that I'm doing, I think is more advantageous. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens at universities, like with their buildings. Like, do we need the space that we have? And so maybe a building will open up that esports can take over. Not building, but I mean, yes, I want a building, but you know, um, a room, a nice size room. So anyway, so that's kind of like what's going on in esports world at UNCW. And I've just been so busy over the last two weeks. I've been uh, hardly like doing anything with it because I've been in so many meetings with all these other things, all these projects that I'm working on. Okay, let's get into some personal stuff. So how long have I been going for right now? I've been recording for not that oh, only 12 minutes. Jeez, today is quick. So yeah, anyway, I haven't even eaten breakfast yet today. I literally woke up, I lifted. Um, yesterday I went surfing. I've actually been surfing a bunch. And uh, yesterday, today I lifted weights and um, I gotta do some stuff today. I'm gonna try to run to this store. I'm gonna schedule, schedule some meetings. No, I've actually got some cool interviews coming up. Uh, not next week, but the week after. So look for that. They're gonna be pretty cool. I don't wanna spoil them. Um, and jinx myself that they like won't happen. But I got some cool interviews coming up, which is going to be kind of exciting. But uh, yeah, so I went surfing yesterday. I lifted today. I had like a protein shake and I haven't even uh, eaten breakfast yet. So after this, I'm actually going to eat breakfast, get a shower and pretty much start my day. I got some stuff to do. But so one of the things, so I went surfing yesterday and I actually mentioned this the other day that when I presented that I felt like when I went surfing over the big, when we had a big hurricane swell two weeks ago that I felt a little underpowered on my current surfboard. Um, and I'm actually, so I went and priced out boards and they're like 700 bucks about, which it's not that that's too pricey, but it is because I can actually found out that I can make a board for like $200. And the thing is I have, all, I have pretty much all the tools that I need. Um, so I'm going to give myself a new project. It'll be like a weekend thing, you know, a weekend project for fun. Um, and, you know, I love painting and doing art and everything, but I'm making a surfboard. So I'm actually going to go, I got to call the company today and go pick up the materials. So I'm going to take pictures and create a video of me making a surfboard, my first one, and we'll see how that works out. But to start, it's kind of cool. So I downloaded this free app on my phone. Um, well, I knew what kind of board I wanted, but I downloaded this free app called iShaper. So if you have an iPhone, you can download this. It's called iShaper and it's free. So I'm giving them a little, you know, plug here because it's free anything free uh, i'll plug them up i want people to use it and then you d use it and if you use it and like it like donate and give them some money like you would have paid for it but it's a pretty cool so, so it's a surfboard shaping app and basically what you do is you create like, the dimensions of your surfboard and then I, and i'll actually show you guys who are here um and can see it but you create the dimensions of your surfboard on the app you create your board and then you're able to print it out so you can see i have it here's my print out and uh, basically what it is is it's a stencil like a template and you you tape all the papers together that you printed out because it prints out in real size and you create like this huge like pattern stencil thing um, template that you trace onto a piece of foam and cut your board out so it's kind of cool it was free and I got to play with it and it was fun it was a really simple app to use grateful for the guy that 
created it and it's awesome so i give them a little plug um other so I'm making a surfboard which is kind of cool other personal stuff that's going on um we went camping over the weekend we went to carolina beach state park which is it was fun um it was we had a private little tent the mosquitoes were absolutely crazy i was like getting eaten like killing me man these mosquitoes um that was not fun and they really like attacked hard um and that wasn't fun we didn't get to see any venus flytraps and that's kind of an interesting thing so venus flytraps only grow in wilmington north carolina well within 60 miles of us we're the only place on earth where they naturally grow so that's kind of cool we didn't get to see any this trip um which kind of stinks but that's okay we did a bunch of other fun stuff like had a fire and all that fun stuff me and my wife each got around two hours of sleep which was great um super fun getting two hours of sleep in a night oh so kind of this is kind of a funny story so in the middle of camping so it's like i don't know like nine at night so i had just went in my in the tent so we have a big like 10 person tent so first of all we got this tent that so i used to have a 10 person and it would take me like an hour to set up and i get so angry setting this thing up because it felt like it was going to break and snap in my hands and it would take me like an hour and i'd be so sweaty setting it up and then you're just sweaty the rest of the trip um but i got this new tent last year that pops up it takes me two minutes so it's a huge tent pops up in two minutes so the kids are in it trying to go to sleep and i went in and uh my wife was still sitting out by the fire she was going to come in in a couple minutes all of a sudden i hear this scream so she screams she says an animal an animal i think it's a raccoon (laughs) she is standing up on the picnic table she's sitting literally standing on a picnic table so i me and the kids all jump up i get the flashlight and i shine it outside the windows of the tent and i see the raccoon running around he runs around the tent like two times and then i shine the light on it like i I have like one of those flashlights i can zoom in and out so i zoom in on the raccoon and as soon as the bright lights on him he just you know takes off full speed i mean raccoons are scared of people they don't usually come around people if they think we're sleeping they might to get food um but so I said to my wife, so he must have thought we were all sleeping because we were quiet all of a sudden. So he came to get his nightly food. He's a, he's around a campsite. He's probably used to coming in and stealing food. So I said to my wife, I said, so before I went to bed, I put all the food in the, the car. Because like the first rule of camping is food goes away from people. Food is in a car. And if you're camping and you don't have your car, your food, you tie it to a tree and it's got to be like, you know, at least like six to eight feet above you, like hanging up there. Right. So like a bear, raccoon, animals can't get to it. Um, So I said to my wife, I go, when I said I'm putting all the food away and I asked you for all the food, that was all the food. Right. And she said, yeah. She said, except for this one cooler that I left out that has half a sub in it. And I said, a sub? I go, do you know how smelly those are? I go, I can smell those. <laughs> I go, we, you let, when I said we have to put all the food in the car, you left that out. And then she had food in the tent. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. I was like, I explained it earlier. I was like, I said, when you camp, you can't, and we've camped a bunch of times. So she knows this. I said, you can't have food by the, she probably just thinks I'm crazy. Like putting the food away for fun or something. Um, but I said, like, you cannot have food at a campsite and you, when you go to bed, you got to put the food away. And I said, that means all food. We don't like keep a sub on the picnic bench in a little cooler. 
the, a colder bag, to, not even like one of the plastic ones that will at least hide the scent. And you don't keep snacks in the tent. I was like, we're going to have raccoons digging in our tent all night. So I put all the food away. We had no more incidents during camping, which was good. Um, so anyway, uh, other stuff that's going on. So I am, and I do want to talk a little bit. I'm going to talk about the debate for a second, too. Uh, I'll do that last, actually. Um, so other stuff that's going on. So I'm going away next week. Um, I'm going to see my parents, which is kind of cool. And um, so that'll be fun. We're going to see my family, and uh, the kids are excited to do that. My brother and his wife and son are going to go, too. We've all kind of been quarantining for the last week, just being extra careful, you know, not playing with friends and stuff like that. Um, just so we can see everybody and be safe. And I'm excited. I'm going up to PA, which PA is awesome in this time of the year because it's fall there. Like they have real fall. Like we don't, where I live, we don't have fall. Um, they have fall. I mean, nights are like down to like 30, 40 degrees and day it's like 60. Like they have fall, fall. Leaves are changing and October is cool there because there's so much Halloween stuff going on. They've got, um, corn mazes and all just all kinds of cool stuff so we're really excited to do that we're going to be there for five days so i'm trying to also get a lot of work done this week so that i don't have to do a lot while i'm there i'm trying to take somewhat vacation so like my calendar i know uh, well i have hardly any meetings next week already so i've like blocked it off i'm going to try to not really do any work i'll probably go live one day there just because i can do that pretty easily um oh and having said that i talked to my mom yesterday She's not feeling well. She hasn't felt well for three days. She's been sick. I'm like, what do you mean sick? She's just been sick, like not feeling good. And I'm like, oh, great. So um, <laughs> so I said, she's like, well, I don't have a fever. She's just like having some stomach issues and stuff like that. So I was like, but you've been, it's been three days. I was like, that's sick. That's kind of serious. I was like, you need to get tested for coronavirus before we come visit you. I was like, if you've been sick for three days, I was like, she's like, well, I haven't had a fever. I'm like, well, it hits everyone differently. Like we know people that have had it, they've just been tired. And we know people that have been hospitalized, like from having literally hardly any symptoms to extreme symptoms. So um, I said, you know, you gotta get tested. She's like, well, I don't need to get tested. I haven't been around anyone. And my dad's there because my parents talk on the phone. They're like, they're both on the phone and they both just argue with each other the whole time. Like, he's like, she doesn't know or he doesn't know what he's talking about, like kind of thing. It's funny. Like how you picture like old, like if you watch like any of the old Seinfelds or anything with like the parents, that that's my parents. <laughs> like they're I, like they're stereotyp stereotypically like the people like that. Um, but... So my mom's like, well, I haven't even been around around any people, so I don't have a fever, so I can't have it. My dad's like, yes, you have. You went to this store, this store, this store. You got a haircut. I'm like, oh, my God, you did all that stuff? She got a haircut, went to like 10 stores, and is like, I can't have coronavirus. I'm like, each time you did something, I'm not saying you shouldn't be going to stores or getting a haircut. I'm just saying, like, that's a risk. Each time you do that, that's a calculated risk. So, like, she could absolutely have it. Um, but anyway, she did, so she did get tested last night and she just texted me earlier today. She is negative, so she doesn't have it. So that's good. So it was just a, you know, she probably just ate something bad or whatever. Um, but so she doesn't have it. So we are going and, uh, okay. So that's all personal stuff. So I've talked about 
me being busy. I've talked about some Zoom stuff that's been going on at school and just like all my meetings. Um, I talked a little bit about some stuff I'm doing with my kids, the Rubik's Cube. Oh, something funny. And I talked about the eSports stuff and personal stuff. Two more, two more things. I'm going to talk about one funny thing my son did, and then I'm going to talk about the debate. Um, so my kid, so my five-year-old, so we kind of, so my first kid, when we first had our first kid, he like wasn't allowed to really watch TV till he was like four, never played video games till he was older. My five-year-old, by like kid number three, we've given up all that. Kid number three, so my nine-year-old, we allowed him to play Fortnite with me last year at nine years old, one day a week for an hour with me. That was his birthday present. My five-year-old is basically, we've given up due to coronavirus and everything else, we've basically given up all of that, and my five-year-old's allowed to pretty much do whatever he wants. <laughs> no, not really, but he just gets a lot more freedom than the other two had at his age. So he's playing Roblox, which is fine, because he actually plays with his brothers. They all play together. They play like these um, parkour games where you like have to do all these obstacle courses. Which is fine, and they're playing this game called Piggy, which I'm not, we're not thrilled about because it's like Peppa Pig, but like a little horror to an extent. We're not thrilled with it, but it's not terrible. And the thing is, they all play together, so it kind of looks like they're all doing something together sometimes, not like beating each other. Like you hear like screams as I'm like doing these videos because kids are like, I got three boys, and they're like boy boys. They like fight, you know, sibling rival rivalry kind of thing. It's funny, my littlest one, when he's getting beat up by one of the other two, just goes, security, security, and the other one has to come and help him. <laughs> like kind of funny. But anyway, he couldn't sign in the Roblox for the last two days, and we can't figure out what's going on. And we tried with my other kid's account, and they could get in. Then my oldest goes, let me try. And he tries, and he's like, oh, he got, he got banned for spam chatting. <laughs> oh, my God. My five-year-old got banned from a video game. He got banned from Roblox. Apparently... He went on the computer and was just typing in a bunch of numbers in the chat. And he is five. He doesn't know what he was doing. And uh, got banned for spam chatting. So my five-year-old got banned from a video game. So kind of funny. I think that's kind of hilarious and uh, kind of fun. Yep. First kid to get banned, five years old, from Roblox. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. Um, and it's just funny knowing his personality. Like, he has no clue what he was doing. He probably had it for like two minutes, just randomly on the computer when no one was watching for like two minutes, just sat there and was banging on keys and got banned. So that's hilarious. Um, okay. Uh, last thing, debate. So let's talk about the debate. So I see everything on Facebook about the debate. Everyone's talking about the debate. I don't talk about politics at all. So let me talk about why I don't talk about politics. The reason I don't talk about politics is because it's a waste of my time. It is a waste of my time to think about politics. It is a waste of my time to get stressed about politics. And unless I am out there like campaigning and either like out there as like a person who's getting actively involved or I'm like running for office or something, it's literally a waste of stress, waste of my life and a waste of time. Do I care about issues? Yes. Do I vote? Yes. But I just don't feel the need to go out and let everyone know about it and talk about all the stuff that I believe or don't believe in. But I can tell you a little bit about it. And I know I've talked about this before. So my personal beliefs is that, first of all, I do not believe in like a party, like am I part of something? I believe in issues. I look at every single issue and 
I analyze it and I examine it and I say, well, here, and I want to look at like, well, why was it this started and where, what's the history of it and what's been happening and what are the good and bad things about it? And I'd like to come up with a solution. That's it. Um, and people will ask me like, well, what do you think about this? Did you hear about this in the news? And I'm like, I heard a little bit about it. Maybe I saw posts on Facebook about it, but like, I haven't done all the research on it to form an opinion about it. Maybe it sounds bad. Like I read one post and it sounds really bad. And I read another post and it sounds like it's not bad. And I don't know, unless I'm sitting there like doing the research and like, I can't formulate an opinion on this stuff. I'm sorry. And the thing is, if I were to start to try to formulate opinions on all this stuff and do all that research, guess what? I'd be out of work because it would take me all day long because people are just posting, posting. News is posting, posting something. New issue, new issue, new issue. I don't have time to keep up with all these issues. And I can't figure out how my friends on Facebook and everyone else has time to keep up with all these issues. So they are either not working and doing anything else and all they're doing is researching this stuff all day long or they're literally just forming opinions based on like a Facebook meme. I can't, I don't know. But I don't have time for that. I've got like work and other stuff to do. So like I just can't do it. Um, so I did watch the news. Or I mean the, no, I watched 15 minutes of the debate and I had to turn it off because I was like, I, I can't watch it. It was like, it was a weird thing to watch. I guess they were like, you know, and everyone's been talking about how they were like yelling back and forth and just interrupting each other. But yeah, it was really, the whole structure of it is just crazy. Like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like, I don't know. Like if the, the person was talking too long, there was like a pie throw, like pie throw in the face. <laughs> no, I don't know. That would be kind of funny, but you know, or like a dunk tank. Like, if you say something that's not factual, that's incorrect, like, you get dunked. Like, things like that would make it pretty interesting, and I would probably want to watch it if things like that were happening. Um, but, like, as far as the candidates go, I watched, like, 15 minutes, and I, I watched enough to know, like, this was... I couldn't really tell what I was seeing and what they were saying, and, you know there's no like debate it was really just a whole strange scenario i was like this is poor really poorly planned um i mean and i can't necessarily blame the candidates i more or less blame the people that put it all together like they knew that's what it was going to be like unless they did something about it and they apparently didn't do anything about it um so they say they're going to do some reformatting for the next one which we'll see but i don't know i mean we shall see right um it's it just was pretty bad, and I, I don't, I, I can't, I just was going to go crazy if I continued to watch that. And they have it on so late at night. Like, I don't want to watch something at 9 p.m. at night. Like, I, I try to go to bed by, like, 9.30. Like, so I watched it for 15, 20 minutes, and I was like, I'm done. I'm going to bed. Like, put it on at, like, 7 when people can actually watch this stuff. And I get that that's, like, Pacific time, like, 4 p.m. for them. But, you know, I'd rather have more people watch it. Like, don't have it so late at night and have a different format. Like, very easily, like, allow the moderator to shut the mic off of the one person. How hard would that have been? How difficult, seriously, would that have been? The other thing about these debates that's actually absolutely ridiculous is we can't ask any good questions. These, they're, they're all lobbing, so they're all softball questions. We, I've never seen a debate where they've asked hard questions. 
ooh, maybe they ask a hard question like, what's your plan for healthcare? Or something like that. Or like, you didn't do anything about this, like why? But like, ask good questions and make them say an answer. Seriously, ask good questions, make them say an answer. Like just sit there, everybody sit there silent until they answer it. Like ask good questions. And ask questions about like the stuff they lie about all the time on TV or whatever, or have done in the past. Like ask them these questions, ask them the tough stuff. I could come up with questions in one second to ask these people. I want to know the answer. Explain it. Like let people, let me come in there and ask them questions. I'll ask all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, let some good interviewer come in and just ask them like wacky stuff that like we want to know. Have them, you know what would be hilarious? Have them sit there and like take like a history test to show like if they know American history, like anything. Like stuff like that would be hilarious. Like they don't, like imagine the, them coming in and not knowing what to expect. Like maybe they were going to be asked some hard questions. Maybe they're going to be asked to do things. Like have them do things. Like is the president physically fit? Let's see you do 10 push-ups. No, maybe that's a little like overboard. <laughs> but that would be kind of funny. Um but you could definitely do like cool stuff like, uh, you know what? The first part of this um, debate, we're going to do an IQ test. Second part, you guys are going to answer questions. We're going to put countries up on a map and you have to point them out to see if you know geography. Uh, we're going to ask you about like the Constitution, like just randomly say to the president or the vice president, like whatever they are, former vice president and president, whoever's up there debating, I don't care who it is. I, I don't care if it's man, woman, vice president, president, whatever, whoever's up, if there's 10 people up there debating. And you know what? They should do this in the primaries too with all those people up there. And just say like, you, what's the third third uh, amendment to the constitution? Tell me it. And that would be hilarious when if they like don't know it, you'd be like, well, how are you running for president if you like can't even, you don't even know the constitution. Like, let's get smart people and let's like, boom, like call stuff out like, like that. Like that's what I would do in, do in class to students when I teach lives. I ask them stuff like, what is this? What is that? Like I ask them basic, basic questions and like see if they know it. But like that would be awesome to do during a debate. And then and maybe it's not a debate anymore. Maybe it's like a trial of <laughs> like trial you have to get through in order to make it to the next level. <laughs> like, like the trial of tribulation. <laughs> so maybe that's more what I'm talking about. Yeah, maybe that doesn't work. But just hearing them debate is kind of not fun. I've never really gotten anything from the debates ever. So I just think they could like liven them up a little bit, like make them a little more fun. Like Donald Trump's president, like he knows how to run a reality TV show. He did like The Apprentice was a huge hit when he was on it. Ask him how to make the debate. He'll give you ideas. I mean, it's just like, I just can't believe that whoever's in charge of this like didn't made it the way it was so anyway i guess they have another one in october who knows if it'll be any better maybe people will learn something and the other thing is i feel like this election most people know exactly who they're voting for um if you're voting for donald trump you know it if you're voting for biden you know it i don't know how many people like don't know if there's lots of independents that really don't know um so anyway whoever you're voting for may the best candidate um, so anyway, I'll talk more about that stuff as the election comes up, but as y'all know, I am, I will never take a side on a person. I will take sides on issues. So anyway, that's it. That's all I have to say. Um, things are going good in life, kind of, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, 
do all my daily stuff and make it to the next day. So anyway, y'all, um, I guess that's everything and I'll keep you guys updated. Um, I should be doing a learning live session today or I'm going to do both of them tomorrow. So look out for that. And uh, yeah, that's everything. So later, guys. Have a good day.